Hello, everybody, and welcome to Chits and Chat. I am Kaz Gable. And I'm Alex Cruzy. And today's the big moment, the the culmination of our many reviews up to this point. Alex and I have each compiled uh, actually two top five lists. We have our top five uh, to take out, and then we have top five overall beyond that. So we have done 25 total game reviews um, since the beginning of this podcast, and we are taking all of those into consideration and I was sneaking peeks at our lists, and they do not match up. Not Ours don't match up necessarily, but also our two lists together do not match up. So it's going to be an interesting interesting discussion on why we put these things on our, or these games on our lists and uh, their placement and everything. So I'm excited to get into it. So let's just yes. jump right into it. Unless you have anything you want to discuss beforehand. Unless, I've, I've <laughs> any nothing caveats to discuss or... with you. Looking at your lists, I have nothing to discuss. <laughs> Other than my disgust. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I can't even talk to you right now. All right, sweet. Well, let's uh, let's start out with the uh, top games to take out, because that is the point of this podcast, so we might as well start there. Um, And I'll let you kick it off, man. Go ahead. Tell you want to start off the list discussion. Am I starting on the bottom of the list or on the top? Am I starting at five? Uh, well, let's see. Are, are your games listed in order of preference? Like, is one the most? Uh, Mine are listed in most? order of preference. Yeah, that's. I'd start low. Yeah. All right. Let's so, start with your least prefer, preferred game. At number five, uh, it's not my least favorite. It's it's the fifth. <laughs> my fifth. My least is just that's number twenty five on the list. I didn't go up that far. <laughs> I'm already trying of, to undercut you. I'm already trying to uh, of undercut you. Of my favorites, my least favorite. Uh, number five is Biblios, the uh, basically the bidding card game uh, that takes place in two phases where you're trying to get cards so that you can earn dice that aren't rolled. <laughs> <laughs> yes, just manipulate dice. Don't roll them. That's not what they're for. I think earlier today I was playing... Uh, um, sushi roll and someone's just like wait do I roll them I'm like of course you roll them a dice that isn't rolled is the same as a token <laughs> what, what's the point of it being a dice it's not a die then it's just a token right. you must roll it make it a die so essentially in Biblios they have tokens that can rotate and yep. have six sides <laughs> dice shaped tokens yes yeah, Biblios almost made my list. I actually had it on and I took it off and I I, I it's a great it's a great game. I just yeah. uh I had to be honest with myself when I was making my I, I get it. And <laughs> it's not everyone's uh top game. Um I, yeah. I like it. It's it works really well. It's basically just a deck of cards and I've you don't need the board. In fact I was traveling with it um on a on a trip to Nebraska, and then I was trying to consolidate a bunch of games into one thing. So I just I'm just like, all right, what can I put in with another box? And I just took the deck of cards and the I didn't even take the dice. I took dice from a different game completely uh, <laughs> and used those. And I'm just like, all right, this works perfect. It's really compact since it's just a deck of cards. You just need to know what to add and what to subtract because you do have to remove some cards. Uh, and it's good to go. It's there's it t- takes up basically as much space as any card game uh unless you're playing a card game that you really have to put 
everything everywhere. I don't know what kind of card game that would be a crazy sequence, but that's a board. And those aren't cards that are put out there. I don't know. Uh, right. But yeah, it's it's quite succinct. It's perfect for taking out unless you are eating something that's very sloppy. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> it's just a yeah, common issue. Keep your heads up for sloppy foods on any of these. <laughs> um, all right, nice. Uh, yeah, Biblios. I feel I I feel like Biblios got edged out because I just I haven't played that game enough. I've only played it like a couple times, and I really did like it. But I think I uh, uh, well, also I borrowed it from someone, so I technically don't own it. <laughs> so it'd be hard for me to take out. But um, regardless of that. I uh, I almost put Biblios on my list, but instead of Biblios, what I did put on my list was an old classic of mine that I just love to take out, and my wife and I play this a fair amount when we go out, and that is Star Realms. Um, Star Realms, you know, I, I was trying to think if is it just my nostalgia for Star Realms that <laughs> made, it, made it take this <laughs> list, but I think it still holds up as a game that you can easily get your hands on today. There are some fun little um, upgrade packs that you can buy if you like the game and it still it still holds up as a good game to take out star realms is a, is what i what i like about it is that it's it's fast there's a lot of like back and forth in the game um there's, so you're sort of like battling uh, fiercely and and building up this little engine of outposts and um, ships and it's just it's just really fun to have a game that you can kind of sort of have these epic space battles in a short period of time and then it's over and then most likely you'll play another game or two beyond that um the 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 limiter on star realms is the fact that you're kind of beholden to what the market is giving you so the you don't really have like you can't say i am going to do machine cult this game well you don't know that you don't know if machine cult is going to come up in any way that you can go after them so you kind of have to go with what the market gives you but it still has a lot of fun choices to explore so i like star realms a lot um i think it's uh i'm glad it made my list and i think if i'm like i said if i'm being honest with myself it is one of the ones that i would definitely reach for to bring out and to play over I am, and i'm not surprised it is on your list i knew like before we even do i'm like <laughs> i figured yeah, this, this is gonna be on one of his lists i don't know which one yeah. but it's gonna be on one of his lists <laughs> yeah good 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 guess <laughs> good assumption um so yeah that is star realms for me definite it's a definite recommend um there are other games that are edged out for a variety of reasons but it's just a, a great one and also one that is um kind of easily to manipulate around things at the ta- at the table. So, Star Realms. All right. All right. Where do we what do we have next? Number 4 is what's next. Oh, because a- after 5 is 4. <laughs> Makes sense. All right. For my number 4, I put uh Parade. Uh, this is the one where it's all Alice in Wonderland themed and you basically have a, a line of cards and whatever cards you put down determines what cards you possibly pick up and, and add to your your collection of cards and you're trying not to get points. Uh, and it's just kind of a weird zany logic, but that it works out perfectly and it's, I, it's really nice, it's crisp. It takes a little while for people to, to understand it on the get-go but once they do they 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 just love the game and this is one of the reasons i bring it out it's one of those it's it's really interesting it's a game i really enjoy playing with new people because they're just like wait hold on okay no no oh, oh. and it's that it's that <laughs> lovely tension that it happens every game and that's 
it's an awesome feeling of just like oh or or that that camaraderie you have of everyone trying to team up and gang up against one player i feel like <laughs> i feel like my wife is always the player we have to gang up against because she somehow plays so well she like never takes any cards for the, like the longest time we're <laughs> like amazing. okay whatever you do allison you, you've got to play so that she screws up because we are we're going down the drain here <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's Parade's a great one. It is on my list. Uh, listeners, guess, place your guesses ooh, now on where it ooh. is. It is not four, but um, the Parade is a great one. I actually uh, was playing Parade and interviewing it to new people on la- my last game night, which uh, I had the best game night, one of the best game nights ever last week. I, I like, swept it. Every game I played, I won. <laughs> it was like <laughs> I could do no wrong. <laughs> But um, I was introing to pray to a couple uh, new people who hadn't played it, and they uh, they really enjoyed it. So I love introducing Parade as well. It's a fun game to intro to people because you like kind of like you said, it's it's got these little quirks to it that are not exactly how you expect it to go, and it's just very unique, very unique structure. Yeah, and uh, table wise, it's it can be a little bit large only because the parade can go out kind of long but in those cases you're just kind of like moving the salt shakers out of the way or something like that but you usually can fit it and if it is going long then it's just like it it's it there's always that moment of just like how can it be this long it's it's got to topple at some point and it's <laughs> i just it's, yes oh i love that feeling when you're like oh somebody's <laughs> going to have a rough turn <laughs> Coming up. Oh, crap. It's me. It's me. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's the best time. I think one of the – this is – one of the best cadences of highs and lows in a game this size is, is Parade. Yeah. It really does have a lot of those great up and down moments and a lot of like build up, build up, and then tension, 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 and then, and then back down a bit, and then tension, tension. It's just, it's just a really fun flow of a game. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I for my number four is uh, one that I I've been playing a lot lately, and that's mainly probably mainly why it's made my list because I have been taking it out, <laughs> but I do think it's good. For you are man out. of the moment. <laughs> I am. I'm like a goldfish. It's if it's gone for too long, I don't even remember it. It's very it's very out of sight, out of mind for me. Um, one of those smooth brains they call them. Uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyway, this game I brought it on my list because it kind of does a couple things. One, one, it is a there's a lot of strategy to this game, and it is attempting to be. It feels like a bigger game experience, or at least it's attempting to capture a bigger game experience. And this game is Tiny Epic Kingdoms. So Tiny Epic Kingdoms bills itself as a tiny 4x game, and I think for the most part it does do that. Um, it does capture some of the feelings of a of a larger game, and I, I I like it because it 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 fits decently on a table for taking out. There are a few boards that you have to position in different areas, but for the most part, you can kind of arrange those in any way that works on the table. And it also is fun because you have a lot of different player races to try, and they all do different things, and um, uh, you know, it, it involve different strategies. Lately, though, one caveat I would say for this game is I think this game could benefit from a, a house rule or two. And my wife and I have started talking about how to house rule it to make it more enjoyable for us. I really like the game, but the way the game, one of the ways the game ends is if someone goes all the way up the magic track 
And at the end of the magic track, each level you have a power. At the end of the magic track, there is a power that is basically your race's epitome power. It's like the thing that they sort of, um, you know, it sort of exemplifies what they are. It's kind of frustrating, though, because you don't, you don't really get to use it. And you can build up to it, but you don't really get to use it. And so we've, we've, we haven't done this yet. But we've talked about trying to bundle that with the... I don't know, in some way bundle that earlier or do an additional round or something. Anyway, my point is is that I really enjoy this game. I don't think it's perfect, but I think if you're looking for a deeper adventure game that you can take out, I think this one, compared to a couple of the others that we have reviewed, is the one that I would choose. Um, and so it's kind of like, yeah, anyway, that, that says it all right there. <laughs> no, no need to go on from there. <laughs> Full stop right there. I think that's the right. good summation. Okay. Uh, moving on to number three. Uh, moving on. Mine, moving on. Uh, my number three is I picked it mainly because not so much for myself because I'm getting to the point where I'm I'm almost sick of the game. Uh, but every, I know that every time I take it out, people are going to enjoy the game. Uh, and that is Deep Sea Adventure. I, I do like it. It's a, it's a, a great game. I love it. Uh, but again, I think I think I'm getting to the point where I might start disliking it but i'm not there yet not there yet and and since i'm not there yet it's it's number three on my list um <laughs> this is the one where you are all it's the tiny oink game where you are all deep sea divers trying to collect treasure and you're all on a shared air supply uh and you're it basically it's a push your luck game but the push your luck variable is based on when anyone else starts turning around because your air supply is determined by who else is still in the water, how many treasures they have and what direction they're headed. And the speed that you can go at is also determined by how many treasures you have. So the more treasures you take, the slower you go and the more air you waste. And so it's a, it's a tough call the whole way. Do I pick up the treasure? Do I leave it behind? Do I turn around? Do I go deeper and try and get better treasure? It's, it's a lot of decisions and it, the the decisions you need to make are completely based on what group you're playing with. If you're playing on playing with people who've just started playing, it's impossible to tell what the best strategy is because you don't know what their idea of the best strategy is, and it's a collective thing. The, it's the collective best strategy that will win, not the well <laughs> your best strategy will win. No, it's whatever everyone decides is the best strategy ends up being the best strategy, <laughs> uh, which is is the crux of the game, and I really like it for that. Um, it takes a little while to set up, uh, but it can form fit to whatever you need because the the play area is can we, um, bend around and wind around all you need it to. If you need to fit in a tight space, you just you know put the line of tokens in really tight. Uh, if you have a very like slim area, you just have a like a line that kind of loops around things. It's it fits really well, and uh, I it I think it. I, it, it's so it's tiny it's a tiny box it's made <laughs> it, for yeah. taking out so uh yeah that's deep sea adventure that's my pick uh well also almost made my list it's a game that i, I actually have uh, misplaced my coffee i don't even know where it is i think my it's so tiny he misplaced it away it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah one risk with this game is easy to lose um yeah, Deep Sea Adventure is another great one. Uh, I have another small box game that I put as my number three, and this is my. I put this on the list because this is a good one for um, uh, a few people to play. It's not a two-player, and it's light, easy to introduce, and easy to talk and chat over. And that's Love Letter, 
or any iteration of love letter that you choose. Um, I just, I, I really like once after we reviewed love letter, I played it a few more times again, cause I kind of like refreshed my memory of it and, and sort of brought it back into the mix of games that I regularly play. And I kind of just fell back in love with it. It's such a great, great game, such a well-designed game. It's light enough to be introed fairly easily. Um, but it, it's also light enough to, to, chat over and talk over and the vibe of it is is pretty fun it's it's like a a less stressful coup (laughs) you know i think we made that comparison before but uh but yeah i I thought love letter is a really really good option for taking out if you have uh more than two people um that are going to be playing and they may or may not be heavy gamers so that is my number three love letter or any other version of love letter (laughs) any other version of love there are so many that's a good pick uh i wouldn't say it would have been my number six but it may have been my number seven uh, yeah yeah (laughs) all right moving right along to number two uh i picked uh ganshun clever or the english name which is that's pretty clever uh the wolfgang warst game it's the most I, i the way i want to put it is like the very, very, very thinky version of uh, Yahtzee, or the very thinky version of Quix. Uh, so it's basically a, a really, it's a, a roll and write game. You've got six dice. You're trying to use the dice that you can take, and every time you take dice, you might lose dice, so you're wanting to make good selections, but your good selections might be a worse selection for you, and you're trying to cross off things and get... Uh, chain reactions going so if you fill in one spot you get to fill in all the other spots um i mean pretty much any roll and write is going to be perfect for table space uh and i've made my version so i have a dryer dry erase markers and i can just easily erase things and i think it's it's i i love this because it's uh, a lot of roll and write games when you play it uh, or at least the a lot of older roll and write games when you play it it's just you and in your little bubble but in this everyone else is kind of paying attention going ooh i hope he doesn't take that die cuz i w- i want to use that color die or ooh great he's he's left me that or you know there's the ways you can use the dice they picked and so you're just like okay now i'm going to use this bonus that i get to use that and so everyone's kind of always engaged in this game and there's a lot of layers to it um and it's super enjoyable yeah this is a this is a great one yeah i once again almost made my list i uh i this was the one that edged out uh, parade edged out for me and uh i, I like on Cleva a lot it's a, it is such a great game it's such a fun dice rolling game and there it's deceptively deep too i mean it obviously there's some co- complexity for what each color you have to choose uh, or prioritize of the dice you have to choose and prioritize uh, per their color, but there's more replayability than it than it looks. Like it's kind of like the other day I was playing and I was determined to do, um, how was I determined to do? I was de- determined to do purple in perfect order. <laughs> like I Ooh. would not skip numbers, and I just wanted to see if I could do it, and I got really close on it. But it was not a good strategy to go after because <laughs> it's very limiting. <laughs> but uh, but it's just fun to sort of challenge yourself within the game as well as trying to go after 
one strategy or another, kind of prioritize one color or another. So yeah, this is a this is a great one. Uh, like I said, parade, parade was my number two. It it is. Uh, we've talked about it just a second ago, so no need to go into any more detail. But if you um, want to remember, did, just rewind this episode when I was <laughs> yeah, just, talking about it <laughs> about four four minutes back or so. And uh, I will just say the reason I put parade as well on my list is it also is a great game for a higher player count. It plays six up to six, and so that is just awesome for a takeout game because a lot of times these four player games you're going to have one more person there <laughs> it's usually just how it goes there's always just one God, person hanging out and they're like stayed home <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly could you just not be here or why don't you watch us play this game so i i like i think parade should always be in your takeout bag or your takeout option just because it it can play that many people that is awesome and a good good game to boot so anyway that's why parade made my list uh, I think for number one, we have the same choice. <laughs> we do. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this is uh, this is one of our uh, second to last review we did. And uh, all right, Alex, I'll let you go ahead. It's your turn. So you. Oh, what did oh, we choose? Well, uh, we chose <laughs> the Duke. Uh, the chess like ish game where you have wooden square tiles that have the movesets on them and you're trying to get the other players duke by putting them in guard or as we like to call it duking them you've (laughs) You've been duked duked. (laughs) (laughs) yep Uh, that duke is such a great game um it is just i shelly and i have been playing this a lot lately and it is so fun. It is so, there's so much replayability. It is such a fun time and it's such a clever design that this just, I don't know. When I, it's almost when we bring it out, I feel bad when we have to play it at home. <laughs> I kind of like want to, want to go out. It's just sort of fun to go out and, and, and play the game. I don't know. It sort of feels like it's tied together with that um, experience. Yeah, it, I, I don't think we've ever played it at home. It's it's definitely a I'm taking this out and I'm going to be in a contest of wits uh, between the other player. It's it, it's perfect for playing over food, drinks. I mean, it's wooden pieces. You are not going to mess these up. Uh, you may you may get a, a very gross bag or a quite greasy board, <laughs> but the game will hold out. Uh, and it's yes, it, it's awesome every time we take it out and we don't take it out too often every time we take it out we're like that was a great game unless one of us screws up but even then we're like man i i don't know where my (laughs) mind was at but you play you played very well i don't know where i was but uh, those games that just keep going it's just like i don't know this could be yours it could be mine the whole way through you're just like yeah, yeah, okay, wait, no, no, the tides are turning right here. No, wait, hold on. Who knows what's going to come out of your bag? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it. Shelly and I are still at the stage as kind of new to, newish to the game at this point that I we still, like, confuse um, some – like, every once in a while we'll, like, confuse a movement or we'll actually play a, a, uh, a piece wrong. Uh, one of the games actually, <laughs> last games we played, I we were we both realized we were doing it, but like <laughs> uh, you, we brought out a piece and it oriented incorrectly. Like like you subconsciously sort of orient it the way you want it to, instead of like how it should be. Uh, everyone, your pieces should always be facing the same direction towards the other player. But I had brought out a piece and I I was like, oh cool, I can do this with this one. And she's like, um, that's a that's backwards. And I was like, oh you're right. Oh damn it. Well that doesn't help me at all. But then. <laughs> 
But then, like, later on in the game, I didn't even notice it, but suddenly she realized, oh, wait, I've been doing it, too. Half of her pieces were facing the opposite direction, and I didn't the even notice. I was just you. so focused. <laughs> <laughs> I kept, but I kept thinking, like, man, she keeps drawing these perfect pieces for the situation. <laughs> How did she do that? And I didn't even notice the fact that they were oriented to whatever need she needed them and not <laughs> the way they should be, so... Uh, yes, it is easy to sort of overlook that as maybe you're, this is why your wife game. likes the game is because it's easy to dupe <laughs> you. She's like, oh, it's, he won't oh. notice. <laughs> <laughs> it is very easy to dupe me. Um, so it could be. Maybe that's why <laughs> this just game. This just uh, sort of exemplifies how easily tricked I am. Um, all right. Well, there we go. So that is those are our top fives for taking out. These are if you were ask us for a suggestion, we would suggest any one of these as a good option. And if you wanted to kind of hone in on exactly what kind of experience you're looking for, you could have. I think this, these cover quite a gamut of light games yeah. to slightly heavier games, um, two players to more than two players, cards and dice. So these are some great selections. For taking I love, out. I love the the range of two players to more than two players. <laughs> Very common. I don't, two, two, I don't remember what more it's than called. Two. two and, I don't know, more than two. Something. Yeah, right. whatever it you, is. You have one of those languages where there's there are numbers one, two, and then anything bigger than two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one, two, and two plus. <laughs> yeah. That's how my number chart works. And it saves a lot of space. So <laughs> I stand by it. Um, but yeah, so that is our top for taking out. Um, and uh, all right, now let's jump right into our top games overall. So this, so I just approached this as if I could choose any game to play, um, I would probably I grab this. And so this, to me at least, I think feel like this list is more kind of what I was in the mood for, or just sort of my headspace when I was making this list. I really like I, most I, of the games we've re- reviewed. You yeah, know? but it's sort of like. At this moment, what what am I kind of in the mood for? Yeah, how, how I was did, kind how of the same feel? way. I okay. it's, it's hard to do because if you if you would ask me now, I'm like make I'm like changing things right now because I did mine like I know, a week right? ago, yeah. and I'm like, oh man, I totally want to change that now. I'm I'm gonna stick with what I have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, All right, uh, cool. Let's get it. Yeah. All right, so All right. let's jump into it and see how it compares because there's uh there's there's one exactly the same in our list, Again, but who knows? the rest are different. All right, Ooh, it's a mystery. <laughs> All right, man, kick it off. Number five, uh, Deep Sea Adventure. This is the one that I kind of want to change now. Uh, at the time, it's it's good. Again. For an overall game, it's it's always hard to say. I, whenever I'm picking games, it's always well, who's going to be there? How many players are they going to be? What what types of games right. are we looking for? How much time do we have? Like, you know, and so it's never a oh well, I can always just bring this game. But this is one of those games that if I am going out, I know if I bring it, it's going to easily be played. So it's kind of fits into my overall. This no matter who I bring this to, no one I bring this out ever is just like oh I hate that game. Everyone loves this game, uh, except for I just I just recently saw that Shut Up and Sit Down did a review. They do not like this game. <laughs> I just saw that. I just saw that too. They of course, it seems like. like one of them doesn't like it just because he's never won it. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, they no, actually they when they they did their like final roundup because they did a review of all the Oint games for listeners who haven't seen it. 
but uh, and that it was higher than in the middle. So there was definitely there. These are good games, just not for us. So I felt like right. vindicated at least by that. Because as soon as they're like, "Oh come on, really? You don't like that?" <laughs> so, but yeah, but uh, uh, I, I, it's a great game for taking out. People are going to enjoy this game, so that's why it made my overall. Because if I'm if I'm going to be able to bring a game for anything, either taking out or going to a house or playing in between games. This will. This is a, a a for sure will work game. That's why it's number yeah. five on my list. Uh, yeah, it's a great one, and it also has a nice player count too. Um, all right, on mine is uh, Kanagawa. Uh, I don't know why. I just really love Kanagawa. I mean, I mean, I guess I do know why. It's a well designed game. I like the feel of it. It's very peaceful. I really love the structure of the game and uh, the slow development of this mural that you're painting is such a cool, cool design mechanism that uh, really just, I don't know, just does it for me. <laughs> it, it It is a beautifully designed game. It's a fun, peaceful play, but also, you know, there's some tension there in like getting things before other people get things um, experience that just, it just feels really satisfying to play. So I I like this game and I definitely think it, it's it deserves its spot in my top overall list. It's a game I would play at any time. Yes, I I do enjoy the game. The only problem for me is I I just have that OCD thing of I want all the cards to be straight, and since you have to overlap all the cards, <laughs> that that always that's like the first thing I think of. And I'm like, oh, let's take that game. And I'm like. God, they gotta overlap those dang cards. Like, if it weren't for that, this game would be way higher on my list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you have OCD or any I'm element, I'm picky in that way. So don't. <laughs> there if, is a degree that's, of a, frustration. that's my that's my issue. All right, and I I, I own that. <laughs> all right, number four, uh, I put on uh, King Domino. Um, I really like this game. It's colorful. It's bright. It's vibrant. It it's really easy to play. It's basically dominoes, but you know it's cartoony and has different land things that you're trying to put together to score points for having really large land areas in different areas. Uh, and it's got kind of a a bidding type thing for people to take turns. So you know if you want the really good stuff, you're gonna have a later choice on your next round. And you know it's it's got a little bit of tension, but it's 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 nice. It's easy to talk over. It's people people enjoy it. People look at it when they see it. They're just like, "Ooh, what what are you playing?" And it's a, a super easy game to play. I I've I don't know what else to say. I, the the only reason it didn't make my games for taking out is it, it can take up a lot of space. And the way I play it, I tend to go with like the seven by seven grid for a two player mm-hmm. game, and so that. That takes up even more space. It's it can be difficult unless unless you've got like one of those really large wide tables, like you're sitting at a bench and you took took a table for four or six, uh, you know. But uh, if, if it hadn't been for that, it would have made my games for taking out. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I kind of feel like that was my the reason why I didn't make my take a list either. Um, it's a great game. It's a great intro game this is a game actually that i can play with my son as well which is kind of fun it's simple enough that he can have a basic strategy and engage with this game which is always a good thing um and like you said it it just looks cool it's so interesting to see it and uh on the table so and i just love to have your own little castle <laughs> your own little physical three-dimensional castle 
Uh, my number four is paperback. And I put paperback on my list because I just uh, I don't have a lot of word games, and I just think this is such a clever design, and it's very it's very fun to engage with. Then I'm in the mood for it, and I tend to be in the mood for it fairly often. I think it does well with all player counts, and um, yeah, there's also a lot of replayability in this game. There's a lot of ways to play it that are included with the base game that you can try or not try, but also just with vanilla paperback, there's you know the the letters are going to pop up in different ways and the powers that are going to pop up in different ways so you can really kind of try to be more uh attacky like i'm just going to get like powers that just screw everyone else over and see how that <laughs> that affects my game or i'm just going to ignore that and just go for good letter combinations and and uh, you know see how that affects me so there's just a lot of replayability options in this game and once again it does play um does it play up to five i think it plays up to five Oh, I should have double-checked uh, that before. I think I... it does play up to five. Yeah. It does. Uh, um, I, I, I literally have the list right in front of me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so there, so playing with a group, I, I've had a chance to play this with the five, and it played, it played really well. So anyway, Paperback is a fun word game, and we've said this in, the, in our review, but it's great because you don't have to be this massive dictionary of uh, vocabulary. You can win this game easily with small words and just focusing on those small words. So it just yeah. is a fun um, challenge to use the, the words that you do know in a, in a way to uh, flesh out your strategy. So anyway, paperback yeah, I, for me, number four. I yep. debated on paperback for a while. I was sitting there going, "Oh, do I add pa-? like I think it's probably like the number six. If I were to bump out deep space, deep deep space nine, yes, deep deep sea adventure. <laughs> if you if were- remade the list today, it probably would be there as opposed to living with your decisions a week ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was surprised and, it wasn't on your list actually. Uh, the only reason I bumped it was two reasons. One. Uh, it, it's it's a deck builder, so when you set it up, you got to get all the decks out and got to shuffle all the individual decks yeah. and put them out there, and so it takes a little time. Uh, the other reason is is I think the larger the, the larger reason was I have the expansion for it, so I was considering just paperback, just plain. But if you get the unabridged expansion, I like I don't want to play paperback without that. So if someone said, "Hey, let's play paperback," I'd be like, "Hey, can I? Can we just include unabridged into this? Because it's going to be so <laughs> much cooler." Uh, that that was the larger reason why I didn't put it on the list. Is I'm like, well, if I just consider paperback, I feel like I'm missing so- out on something if I don't include unabridged. Because I I love <laughs> that expansion. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. I get into those zones where you're like, I just can't play this game without that. So, yeah. All, All right. What number, do you got? Uh, number three. Number three was my number two from before. I mean, if I had Deep Sea Adventure as number three before, and now it's number five. Obviously, it's got to show up for me. Uh, it's Ganshun's clever. I I really I love this game. I I don't. It's gonna take a while for me to get tired of this game. I love a good roll and write, um, and it's it's really really cool the only the only problem i have with it is if i'm playing with a new player i feel like i'm going to crush them so when i think this helps (laughs) me in a way because it's like okay i have to i can't just let them drown in the deep end let me just you know you could do this or you could do that i think the last few times i've played it with new people they've been like so really you're just playing with yourself right now aren't you i'm like yeah pretty much (laughs) but you have the final decision (laughs) 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 <laughs> to be fair, you are involved. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> You're literally moving my hand right now. <laughs> oh, Gonchon. Yeah, I that once again, I so uh, this was my I put quicks for my number 3 and I actually like Gonchon Cleva better as a game. But the reason I put quicks in is I've had I've tried to intro both of them and I just feel like Quicks is just so much easier to get to the table for me. Like, if Shelly and I are playing, we'll definitely grab Gonchon Cleaver ourselves. And we, like, we prefer that game. But if anyone else is there, especially if we're playing with someone who doesn't game, Quicks is just so straightforward. And I still really enjoy it. But I've played it enough now that I kind of prefer Gonchon, but I put Quicks in my overall for that, that very reason. I, it's a game I still enjoy, and it's just easier to teach people. Yes, um, I agree. I completely understand. I you're totally right. But I but honestly I if it was just us two, I would probably pick play play Gonchons or prefer Gonchons. Um and also uh there's also an argument to be made about which one has the worst um pens or markers. Gonchons <laughs> markers are just so bad. <laughs> They're hilariously bad. Uh but uh obviously you can buy some new ones. That is not necessarily a uh, uh, bridge too far <laughs> but i've tried to cling to them for whatever reason and it's come to the point now where it's just so there's like tricks to each one they're like mine's not working i'm like oh well, what you got to do with that one is <laughs> just just suck on it for a while be, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i just lick the end i don't want to do that fair enough <laughs> that makes sense more for me <laughs> <laughs> but uh anyway so yeah my, i put quicks on my list just because it's a little easier to get on the table and uh also kind of what i was saying with Gonshow, you can challenge yourself with quicks as well i did a similar thing with quicks where i tried to do one color row in numerical order and that is also insanely difficult to do and a very bad strategy <laughs> but i tried and it did it did okay <laughs> all right what do you got for number two number two i went with Patchwork. I knew this would be somewhere on my list. I, I really enjoy Patchwork. It's it's such a beautiful. It's the game where you are putting essentially uh, polyominoes or like Tetris-like pieces, and you're filling up a quilt pattern. And it's a one-on-one game. You are trying to fill up your pattern a little bit faster and better, and getting buttons as income. And you've got you're worrying about income and time the whole way through the game. It's tense. It's interesting. There's some tough decisions. You can think two or three steps ahead. I. It's it's great. The only reason it didn't make my games for taking out is because when you're first setting it up, you've got that long train of pieces, and uh, it can, it takes up a lot of space. Um, but if you can do it well, again, it's similar to Deep Sea Adventure. You can wind it however you want, but it has to go into a circle. So you're kind of always having to make some weird closed loop and you don't forget which goes in what order. So it'd be kind of complicated. Um, also, if you're playing on a picnic bench, which I occasionally have, it, you have to worry about pieces falling through the slats. So it's not always great. <laughs> Losing those pieces. Uh, yeah, Patchwork, I this is my one that I felt like if I could redo the list right now, I probably would have edged something out. I I put 8-Minute Empire on, um, and it, it's kind of talk, kind of going back to what I was saying about sort of the headspace I was in when I when I um, finally, fully compiled my list. I, hadn't pl- I just haven't played 8-Minute in a long time, and it was the last time we reviewed, and I just kind of forgot how much uh, good of a good game it is. And with the little tokens that you can put around the board to make... 
um, spreading out your armies more interesting that uh, I don't know it's just it just sort of reminded me how fun that game is and um, I, I mean it's not that I don't like it or never or sort of got didn't like it but uh, I just sort of have re-engaged with it recently and yeah it's just a, it's just good at what it does a good territory control little mini game that uh, you can play a few times and flip over the board and try a different way um, and so yeah that's why I threw it up if and, I don't know. And, that, and when he says flip over the board, he means there's another side to the board that you can play on. Not <laughs> yeah. you get irritated, flip over the board and play it. Start over. <laughs> you know, just rage flip it as you do. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Patchwork uh, is always a classic for me, though. It, I love that game. I play the app a lot. And uh, it's almost like I kind of forget that I love it so much because I do. I just sort of play it by default sometimes just be hanging out and be like eh, i'm bored i'll just play patchwork for a minute you'll <laughs> you know wake up I mean? from so a sleep like, and you're like wait how am i playing this game <laughs> oh my god i'm playing pa- i'm playing the physical game not even the app <laughs> i've actually set it up on the bed sheet um anyway so eight minute made it for me and uh it's it's valid that it's there but i i could have gone either way with that and patchwork so i think uh, eight yeah, minute empire is- it's a game for me where I wanted to add it to the list, but I don't get to play it often enough, so I didn't feel right. like I could have added it just because my wife is not a huge area control person, so I don't. if I get to play it more, I think it would be higher on my list. I, it may have made my overall, but I don't play it often enough. So, Yeah. All right. Well, that is it. What is our number one hmm. game? together what could it be uh i think it's the duke again oh we've been duked we've been duked the duke makes it again for our overall uh for me the reason the duke's there is just i am so enamored with this game because it is is very fresh to me still but it is an amazing game it is such a good game and so i i don't see this getting tired for <laughs> for a long time uh, it's also one that shelly really liked like she she's she suggests this game typically it's me choosing some games and being like all right which one of these do you want to play she actually will be like hey let's play the duke before i can say anything or give her any options so that says a lot for us in our household um, yeah. that's that's definitely why it's the overall top for me yeah, for me, it's I like of all looking at the list of games that I have. Like, there are some games where, you know, it's it's I'm gonna have an okay time. There are games where I know if I play it, I might have a great time, or I might have you know a bad. T- there are ga- definitely games where I could have a great time or a definitely a bad time. I'm thinking of Machi Koro. I just played it recently, and I'm like, the first game we played, it was just like, nope. After like three rolls in, I'm like, I'm <laughs> losing this game. This is not like there. It, it, it's it depends on how things start and how things go. But with the Duke, no matter even if I'm playing poorly, I know why I'm playing poorly. It's just like, what was I thinking? I shouldn't. It's my fault. It's not anything in the dice. It's it's basically never something out of the bag because then I shouldn't have picked something out of the bag. I got myself into the position where I. I made it so that the only way to get out is pulling something out of the bag. It's all on me. Uh, it's and the the other thing is when I have a really good game, like it's it's those moments where I'm like, I want to shake my opponent's hand. Like that was, I <laughs> that, I love that. If I won or if I lost, that was an amazing experience, and that is why I like the Duke. Yeah, the more I play it, the more I feel. Yeah, the more I play it, that just seems spot on. You just have these great epic battles and they're not it's not so um 
dense that it hurts your brain. <laughs> you know, it's not like you're you're just like, oh, this decision's hard. You just always feel like there's options to uh, tracks to go down in strategy, and it's yeah. all on you on how it falls. Like it's it's your decisions that make everything. Um, and it's just so dynamic in that way. Yeah, it's such a fun and satisfying game to play. So, the Duke takes it in all categories for our list. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right, guys. Well, that is our top five, our top two top five lists for you guys. I I hope you enjoyed it. We had a lot of fun putting these together, and uh, we're going to continue our reviews under the um title or the the uh i don't know the guidance of the theme of games to take out to uh bars or restaurants and um after i don't know maybe another 25 we'll do another list to uh see what's changed i'm sure much will change actually much has already (laughs) changed if we made these lists right now but yes but uh, but yeah, we'll we're gonna keep plugging away, and of course, if you guys have any recommendations for games that you would suggest that we do or review, we'd love to hear from you. We have a lot of ideas for other games to do ourselves, so we uh, we're excited to get into the next round of games yes. to take out to bars or restaurants. So, uh, if you want to reach out to us, you can of course reach us on Instagram or Twitter at chits in chat chits n chat. Um, you can also go to our podcast hosting page, eavesdrop.com, scroll down to the eavesdrop, or I'm sorry, <laughs> scroll down to the chits and chat page and fill out our comment form there and that'll get to us. So, uh, until then, and until we hear from you, thank you for listening and we will catch you guys on the next episode. Wee.